Hello, everyone. This is Kate. And I'm Diane. And welcome to ArtWise. So today we're going to be talking about uh, my very favorite artist, I say that sarcastically because I hate him. Uh, oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, as Kate is to Picasso, I am to Roy Lichtenstein. Uh, so, this is going to be fun. Um, do you know anything about Roy Lichtenstein, Kate? I have never even heard of him until you told me you were doing this episode on him. And I still, I didn't look him up or anything. I just, I have no clue who he is cool <laughs> i'm probably right, a square so gonna... but <laughs> yeah i've no, never it, heard of it, him i'm kind of glad that you haven't heard of him because i really don't like him so <laughs> uh so roy lichtenstein is an american pop uh actually was he passed away in 1997 but he was uh, an american pop artist born on october 27th 1923 in new york um I also learned his middle name is Fox, which makes me hate him even more. Uh, thanks, Wikipedia, for that information. <laughs> um, he started painting and drawing uh, in his own time during high school uh, because his school didn't really have any art programs. Uh, he then attended Ohio State University, but was interrupted when he was drafted into the Army for World War II. Uh, after the war, he did finish his degree at Ohio State. Um Around this time, the popular art style was, like, abstract expressionism, so, like, Pollock and Rothko, and you know those guys. Ooh, Pollock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sure we'll do an episode on him in the future, so. I'm looking forward um, to that day. <laughs> oh, yeah, me too. <laughs> so, he moved back to New York at this time and became a professor, um, and he was kind of reintroduced to this pop art scene in New York. Uh, his paintings started gaining popularity in the early 60s. Um, he started out by painting popular cartoon characters like Mickey Mouse, Donald Duck, Felix the Cat. Um, and he became one of the top uh, pop artists of the time, heading the pop uh, art movement in the 60s, along with Andy Warhol and Keith Haring. Um, that's so interesting. Yeah. That's yeah that's him. okay i love andy warhol i know he's a jerk i know like it's, it's known <laughs> but i love him because he's not he's not like a closeted jerk like picasso everybody thought he was great but warhol was like yeah no i, I don't like people <laughs> yeah if you're you gonna know. be a jerk like at least be honest about it <laughs> yeah that's interesting that like you hate this guy and he's a pop artist and a lot of people don't like warhol he's also a pop artist I love pop art. It's one of my favorite art genres. It's probably a close second to surrealism. So, it is cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I was just going to talk a little bit more about like the pop art scene. Um, it started in Britain in the 1950s, uh, very like post World War II world. You know, interesting. Um, yeah, yeah. It kind of it began as kind of like a defiance of fine art. It was less about the art itself and more about the feelings about the art. Um, and in that way, it kind of reminds me of, like, Dadaism and Surrealism, like, like, <laughs> just, like, rejecting the ideas of fine art and what people see as art to, like, create something new, you know? I love it. Yeah. Pop art is, yeah, my, yeah it's about one of my favorites, for sure. Mm -hmm. I love it. 
Yeah, it was like a similar attitude to some of these other like art movements that were just rejecting this this kind of like weird like it, like finding new boundaries for what art is, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, and so pop art was all about like commercial illustration and advertisement. Like, could it be seen as high art, or was it just simply like a more uh, what's the word? Um, like domestic kind of like art, I guess. Mm. Um, so like illustrations, uh, comic books, commercial art, um, or cans of soup, like these commercial things were seen as art now through this pop, uh, pop art movement. Um, Love that. This was, yeah, it's super cool. <laughs> uh, so this was post-war, uh, pop culture was like starting to become a thing between like the Beatles, different kinds of music, these like celebrities and movies, like pop culture was kind of spreading worldwide at this point you know mm -hmm. so yeah um he's going back to uh roy lichtenstein my favorite my favorite guy um is some of his first pop art paintings were quote inspired um i'm doing like the little hand quotes right now because they were not inspired i'll just say that you'll see i'll show you some like they were inspired by comic artists um, oh. and his, he, yep, his signature style included like the Ben Day dots, you know, like from old comics, um, where they used like dots to show <clears throat> color instead of just a flat color. Is that what they're called? I thought they were called half toning dots. Oh, that might just be me because I'm a screen printing child, but <laughs> <laughs> back then, they, I don't know if the name has changed or, or what, but yeah, they're called Ben Day dots. And that's what, um, uh, well, what I'm, I'm, kind of I'm probably just wrong. I just <laughs> interesting. Yeah, That's cool. Um, so these like comic styled pieces are kind of what got him started. So I'm gonna send you a picture of a DC comic from the '60s entitled Secret Hearts, um, and it was illustrated by Tony Bruzzo. So I just want you to take a look at it. Who's um, Tony Bruzzo? Tony Abruzzo is an illustrator. Uh, so just take a look at his comic from the 60s that he he illustrated. Um, okay. Do you want me to go ahead and describe it? Yeah, that'd be good, actually. <laughs> okay, so in big red letters, it says run for love. And there's a girl who it looks like she's like crying and drowning. And then there's a guy in the background holding on to what looks to be something sinking but they're they're in like the ocean there's like a little island looking body of land in the background and um i can't read it because it is quite small let me see if i can it's all good it says i, I think it says uh something like it says uh i don't care if i have a cramp i'd rather sink than call mal for help <laughs> Same. <laughs> Relatable. I don't need a man. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, do you think you have like a good like uh, mental grasp of this image? Yeah. I mean, it definitely gives me like a a an old retro comicy feel for yeah. sure. Definitely. Okay. Yeah. All right. So now I'm gonna send you a link. Um, to a picture of one of Roy Lichtenstein's uh, most famous works, 
and I, I want you to describe what you see. Is it based on the thingy that you just sent me or something or inspired by the piece that you uh, just sent me? You could say it was a little bit more than inspired. I <laughs> Just take a look at it, yeah. <laughs> this is just the same thing that... Yep, yeah. This is, it literally looks like he just traced it. And he, it looks like he cropped, okay, so that whole scene that I just described of the girl that looks like she's drowning and the guy in the background holding on to something away from drowning and um, the little, like, body of land in the background, this image looks to be the same exact image but cropped in on the girl who's drowning and crying, saying, I don't care, I'd rather sink than call Brad for help. So he changed the wording of what she's saying a little bit and shortened it. But it it looks like he just traced it. Like, I'm going back and forth, and no. Well, it's not traced, but it... It's, Do you want me to tell you might about as, process? It might as well be traced. The lines are a little bit different, but it's exactly the same, almost. It's. I agree. Yeah, this is ex- almost exactly the same image. And this guy was yep. famous for this? Yeah, he's sold works for millions of dollars. Uh, what? Yep. Uh-huh. Is that allowed? I I know. I looked up pop artists, and he is the second name to pop up after Warhol. Like, he is the, like one of the most famous pop artists and he literally his whole foundation is on stealing work from comic artists and it infuriates me <laughs> that it oh okay i understand why you hate this guy that that's ridiculous yeah that's not even you can't even call this pop art because it's not yours like you literally mm-hmm. just ripped off a comic book cover and ripped it off and just caught, slapped your name on it. Somebody else made yep. this and you traced it and then slapped your own name on it. Like, okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I'm going to kind of like do the same thing. He, I have three of his works and then I have the original like comic strips that they were based on. So I'm oh just going to send you. <laughs> so these are his three most famous works um the second one was inspired by um a dc comic called all american men of war uh illustrated by irv novick if you want to take a look at it okay and it's just a little panel from his comic strip yeah so again this is just a a retro comic and it says like wham and it looks like a car type rocket type looking vehicle of some kind is like flying towards some other aircraft vehicles and the car that's flying towards them and like shooting at them is saying the enemy has become a flaming star because he just shot one of the aircrafts and it looks like it's exploded uh and then there's like a whoosh and it says i press the fire (laughs) control and ahead of me rockets blaze through the sky yeah all right and now i will send you a link to arguably roy lichtenstein's most famous work um 
here it is. It's called Wham. It's got two exclamation points. Um, I don't think I mentioned the first, the title of Roy Lichtenstein's first piece, but it's called Drowning Girl. Um, yeah. But this piece is called Wham, so take a look at it. I don't even know what to say about this. Because, like, he's just copying, like, see, this mm -hmm. makes me, this makes me mad. Because he's yep. literally just copying comic artists, and that's not okay. Especially if this is something that he's, like, claiming to be his own. And he's selling this for tons of money. Are you kidding me? That's not yours. I know, it's that's, not <laughs> that's not yours to sell. You didn't come up with that. Like, yep. what? Uh, I, it's, yeah. oh my gosh. <sighs> that's, it's, it's the same down to like the way that the plane is like shooting the other aircraft down to like mm -hmm. where it's getting shot and everything and even like the wham everything is the same he changed some some colors here and there but like this is not this is not his to claim yep he uh he never claims that like he knows he's taking from these comic artists but he didn't he never gives them any credit and he doesn't give them any money for that's what wrong sold. see that was gonna yep. be my next question is if you are claiming this is yours and it was like quote unquote inspired by oh man yeah. if, if it was quote yep. unquote inspired by another artist even if it's nothing like the other artist if i draw something and another artist like drew something and it's inspired me even if it's a completely different idea or it just kind of like kind of looks similar to their style i always ask the artist first and if i post it i tag them in it and i'm like this was inspired by this person's style this mm -hmm. is not okay especially if you're making a ton of money oh man Oh, you're, you're, <laughs> am I making you angry? <laughs> you've, op you've opened the floodgates that are never going to close. Oh, man. Oh, no. <laughs> Shoot. Uh, this is, this right. is absolutely ri ridiculous. They I should know. at least, they shouldn't, he shouldn't be making money off of this at all. This should all go I to know. the original artists. This I, is ridiculous. I agree. You yeah. can't just copy someone's work almost like it looks like it's traced. Like, it looks like he... I can tell you the process if you want. I'll yeah. I'll you know about the process. Okay, so he doesn't Please. He doesn't actually trace. Um, but what he does is he draws an image about the same size as the comic strip. Uh, just, a, like, a copy of the image. Mm -hmm. And then he uses a projector onto a big canvas, and he traces his, his little sketch. That's what he does. That's what he did. Um... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah that's not fair though like that's not I fair know. as an artist who makes like my own stuff it takes so much work to do that and you are mm -hmm. ripping it off and making i guarantee you these sold for a ton more money than the artist who illustrated the the comics made Absolutely. i guarantee yeah. you i guarantee and you they didn't like, get a dime yeah no that's not there was recently an auction in like 2011 or something. One of his early comic pieces went for 43 million dollars, and he's not alive anymore. But it's still, 
Oh, it's so frustrating. This, I don't understand. Like, have any of the artists spoken out? Yes, and I will get to that. <laughs> if this was me, there would be hell to pay. I'm just letting know. you know. If anybody know. ever, and I know that this is a problem even today with like people tracing or like ripping off other artists' work. Mm-hmm. There will, like, if someone did that to my artwork, like, there there would be hell to pay. I'm just saying, I'm putting that out there right now. Like, this is not okay. If you're gonna, if you're gonna copy someone else's work, you don't post it, you don't put your name on it, you don't do anything, you do it purely to, like, practice and, like, make your technical skill better or to learn, um, like, the way that they draw and stylize, like, that is the only time that I think it's okay, is if you're not going to post it anywhere, if you're just doing it for practice. That is the only time it's okay. And you don't show mm-hmm. people and tell them that you drew it because it's not yours. You're just, it, you're, yep. you, you're doing it for practice. This is ridiculous that he's selling these for so much money. Oh man. I, and it's, okay. it wouldn't fly in any other profession either. Like if a writer ripped off some of the writer's work and tried it's to plagiarism. sell it. Like, it's plagiarism. It's straight plagiarism. Especially if he's not crediting the original artists. Like, Mm -hmm. it's plagiarism. That's blatant plagiarism. And, okay, just. All right, I'm going to show you one final of his most popular images. Oh, my gosh. uh, Versus the, so this is the original comic that it was from, uh, quote, inspired by. Yeah, um, okay. This is a Steve Roper comic published in uh, 61, illustrated by William Overgaard. Okay, so it looks like there's a guy, and he's looking through, like, some kind of hole, and he's saying, Trooper, I can see the whole room, and there's nobody in it. And it looks like he's just looking through this hole into a dark room, and it's just the guy's face... And he has his hand kind of pushing the hole open and he's saying he can see the whole room and there's nobody in it. Yeah. I think it's a cool image. I really like it. It is. I actually like this one the best, even though it's black and white. I think it's really cool. Yeah. Okay. So this is uh, another popular painting by Roy Lichtenstein. It is entitled, I can see the whole room and there's nobody in it. So here it is. Of course. (laughs) Of course, that's a- <laughs> he just colored the same. Oh my gosh! And like, he wrote that. That's not even a font. He wrote that. He didn't even. Mm-hmm. He didn't even have the decency to lightbox a font to make it look good. He literally just wrote that in his handwriting. That's why, like, the curtain is all screwed up. It's not even good design. Like, what? Okay, okay, okay. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's it's okay. I got worked up too. I learned about Roy Lichtenstein first in my art history class, and yeah, I, I just I couldn't get over like how how do you get away with this? I don't. What did what did your teacher say about it? Because she didn't like him either. <laughs> well, yeah, I would hope so. I oh, agree that it was plagiarism. Yeah, it is plagiarism. I uh-huh. hate that that's not a rule for artists because it should be. It's ridiculous. I think- I don't think anyone could get away with this now. I don't know if it was like the a sign of the times or like, 
I don't fully understand. Like, people, I have some guesses as to why he could get away with it, but I don't fully understand how people do get away it. with it now, though. That's what's sad. I just, I saw, I don't know um, if you're familiar with the artist, but there is a YouTuber and her um, channel is called Creep Show Art. And she makes, a lot of her videos are just her talking about whatever she wants to talk about um, over herself drawing, like over videos of herself drawing. And she just did a video. Let me see if I can find it. But it still happens today. All the time. And it's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. I guess I just don't see it as much, you know. Yeah, I see it all the time. Because artists I follow will post and they'll be like, please report this account because they're stealing my art. Sometimes people blatantly just copy paste and post the exact same picture on their Instagram and claim it as their own artwork. But sometimes people will trace artwork and do it the exact same way. And, Mm -hmm. you know, that's plagiarism too. For sure. I see it like in online communities, but I, I guess I just don't like see it happening in like a, like a fine art, you know, like in museums and, you know, in a fine art setting. Yeah, I mean, I don't think people, I don't think artists today are as as lenient because definitely I've seen a ton of artists speak out against art thieves, even if it's not their own art being stolen, even if it's a friend's, uh, because it's obviously not okay. And any artist will tell you that. I don't know how other people are are just okay with this, but I know for a fact that uh, there are a ton of art thieves on social media. I can't really speak to like fine art settings where there's art in museums and stuff, but there mm-hmm. are definitely artists out there on Twitter and Instagram uh, who I've seen them post and be like, please report this account. They're stealing my art. And I always do it because that's not okay. And people mm-hmm. don't realize that that's their source of income. That's how they survive. And you're claiming it as their own. And a lot of artists, like the things that they make, it comes from the heart. It comes from like their soul and to, to redraw something that they drew and not change a single aspect of it and claim it as your own art and sell it for millions of dollars. That's ridiculous. I mean, the only time, like, I can't even think of a situation where that's okay, unless you're not claiming it as your own and you're just drawing something for practice. Because I have a lot of young artists message me on Instagram and be like, can I redraw what you drew? And I'm always like, absolutely, but don't post it. And, you know, if you do post it, I want credit for that because that's something that I made. And, you know, they're usually fine with that. Most of the time, I don't even want them to post it. But if they ask, I'll be like, as long as you credit me for the original, then I don't really care. But this is absolutely ridiculous. This is, I can't, (sighs) okay, calm down. Uh, (laughs) Man, okay. Yeah, continue. All right. Got one off. You're good. But it still happens. It still happens today. It really does. And it's very frustrating because it shouldn't. And I don't know. I mean, like, people plagiarize in school. And I mean. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. To an extent, I get that if you're just trying to meet a deadline. But you're going to, you know, get expelled for plagiarism. But with art, I feel like people, people don't consider that plagiarism, even though it clearly 
should be considered plagiarism. And if the mm-hmm. laws of plagiarism don't state that, then they need to be changed because it's outright plagiarism, <laughs> in my opinion. But yeah, I agree. Yeah. So after after showing you that, uh, clearly you're you're pretty mad about it. So am I. Um, <laughs> and it, it surprises me that a lot of people like don't know much about Roy Lichtenstein. Um, so after his work started gaining popularity uh, in the 60s, uh, critics started coming after his work. Life magazine released an issue in 1964 on Liechtenstein entitled, Is He the Worst Artist in the U.S.? Um, and it, this was like, this was a topic of discussion, yes, because he stole the images from the original artist, but also because um, commercial art and like comic book art was not considered to be real art, you know? And I think that still happens a lot today, too. There are a uh, lot like, of... People aren't taken seriously. There are their, a lot of situations artwork. that I feel are artists where just because of their profession, their art isn't considered art. I just think that's garbage yeah. and, and stupid. But tattoo artists go through it all the time. Um, mm-hmm. In high school, my sophomore year of high school, in English class, we had to write a speech uh a ted talk and it had to be a debate and you had to a a we had a list of topics that we had to choose from we couldn't pick our own topic and um one of the topics that we could choose was our tattoos real art and i was here thinking like that shouldn't even be an argument why is that an argument? Exactly. It's the yeah. same as somebody painting just with a different tool. It's the same as a fine artist creating a painting. It's the same as a graphic designer creating something on the computer. It's just with a needle and it's on skin. That does not change anything. And to my surprise, I had like five other people in my classroom argue that it wasn't real art. And I was like, this is absolutely absurd. Oh my yeah. gosh. And it was an English class. It wasn't an art class full of artists. I'm sure if my AP yeah. art class, you know, had to choose a side, nobody would argue mm-hmm. that it's not real art. But yeah. tattoo artists are one of the artists that go through that all the time. Comic book artists now uh, are not. I know people, anybody that draws anime gets gets crap oh, for yeah, that. For sure. Um, there's a yeah. lot, a lot of artists that people don't consider them to be real artists because of their their kind of genre that they they focus on and i just like yeah i don't i don't even know it's ridiculous to me the fact that that's even an argument is is absolutely absurd in my opinion mm-hmm. i uh, continue this is upsetting okay <laughs> <laughs> so <clears throat> Liechtenstein came back um with a response for this for the life magazine Um, And this is what he said, quote, the closer my work is to the original, the more threatening and critical the content. However, my work is entirely transformed in that my purpose and perception are entirely different. I think my paintings are critically transformed, but it would be different to prove it by any rational line of argument, end quote. (laughs) So there's a lot to unpack in that. Um, You know, first he says, like, if it were closer to the original, like, sure. Uh, I would get this. But the fact that I have a different state of mind, there's a different perception, a different a different purpose for this art, that makes it okay. No. 
That's what he's saying. I know. No, he's wrong. I know. <laughs> what the I know. I agree. <laughs> what? No, absolutely not. And don't call it your work because it's not yours. You took it from somebody else who probably worked really hard on it. If you're looking at mm-hmm. it and you're copying it, then it's not yours. It's the person who made yeah. it to begin with. And that's ridiculous. Yep. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Oh, my neighbors are going to be mad. <laughs> I'm about to throw something, dude. Like, no. Oh, no. No. Like, you're wrong. Stop saying that it's (laughs) yours. You can't claim someone else's art. This is ridiculous. Absolutely not. Just because you're a different person doesn't mean you're not copying it. It doesn't mean anything. (laughs) Oh, my God. This is... Yeah. This is absurd. Sorry, this is a grueling podcast. (laughs) This is a. I'm sorry to put you through this emotional turmoil. I saw I saw a tweet the other day that was like people either used COVID nineteen to progress creatively or to complain, and I was sitting there thinking, (laughs) well, I, you know, we started a podcast so that we could complain, so I'm not quite sure where we fall on that spectrum, but like this, a little bit of both, I guess, (laughs) for sure. (laughs) yeah uh, it's oh yeah anyways (laughs) um in a in an interview much later maybe i think it was like a 90s interview um lichtenstein said i like the uh, quote i like the idea that when you take a frame from a continuous strip it can mean something completely different in another context and as a painting end quote i don't think it i don't think it matters frankly you stole you stole these comic strips you blew them up into big paintings. You didn't you didn't do you didn't do anything else. You're not putting these in a new context. You literally stole them and put them up in these in these museums. I infuriating. I hate it. <laughs> this is what I hate about Okay, I'm going to make a comparison here. So he was a pop artist. Warhol was a mm-hmm. pop artist. Warhol took a lot of his own images and he made art out of them. He traced over them and he made art out of them. He photographed Marilyn Monroe. That's one of his most notable works. Mm -hmm. He photographed the soup cans, another one of his most notable works. He did the work. He created something that nobody has ever seen anything like it before. You can't look at someone else's art, an artist who makes comics, blow it up, call it your own, and say it's different because you separated it from its context it's not different you're still taking art from somebody still sat down to draw that you realize that right like man i know he's not here do you think you do you think you could argue the same for warhol like someone that designed the covers for the soup cans or do you think it's a different thing i've always like thought about this um no, I don't. I think it's different. Uh, okay. I mean, the way that he the way that he did it. So I'm gonna use myself as an example. When I was in high school, um, the last thing I wanted to do was pay attention in class. So I would like <laughs> bring a water bottle to school and I would just sit there and I would just draw the label in my sketchbook or I would draw the water bottle or I would draw, if I was sitting close enough to the teacher's desk, I would just draw the things that were on their desk. Um, mm-hmm. I did that a few times and like was caught 
and they were like, <laughs> why are you drawing my stapler, Caitlin? It's so weird. And I'd just be like, because there's nothing else to do. And he was like, what do you mean? I'm I'm giving a lecture right now. And I'd be like, oh, really? My bad. Oops. Uh, but that I mean like yes it's it's copying but Warhol wasn't trying to pretend like he designed the label for the soup cans Warhol wasn't oh, trying to pretend like he Lichtenstein wasn't taking credit for the work he just he took credit for the the he didn't take credit for like the original work. Everyone knew he was copying from comic artists, but he he didn't he didn't take credit for the original, you know, works. Yeah. But <laughs> I guess I guess I just feel differently because I don't know. It's when, hard. when you it is it is a tough subject. Like I'm I'm glad you brought There's it like up. It's like a fine it, line. Yeah. Yeah. Personally, I think okay, like the soup can was designed to be a soup can was designed mm-hmm. to be a label for a soup can. It was made so that when you go in the grocery store, you look at the can and you go, oh, that's soup. Yeah. You know? And Warhol took it yeah. and he photographed it himself. It wasn't I like- I think he put he... a new spin on like this commercial item that people don't yeah. usually see as art. And that makes sense to me. Yeah, exactly. That makes sense and, artwork. Yeah. And I definitely think that he can own that artwork and say, you know, this is mine. I made this and I wouldn't even mm-hmm. argue with him because, you know, he he's not claiming to, you know, own the the soup can. He's not claiming to have made that. But that's something that we see and use every single day. You see it when you go in the grocery store and that's what pop art mm-hmm. is. Pop art is yeah. not taking a comic book, copying it onto a big canvas and calling it yours. It's ridiculous that he was able to make money from that. Yep. I think that personally, if he was to make anything, it should have been like 2 to 3% of whatever the painting sold for. Because that's not doing work. You don't sit there mm-hmm. and you don't plan your work when you copy someone yeah. else's art. You don't, you yeah, don't worry true. about... You just sit down and you trace. Yeah. You sit yeah. down and you just copy. Exactly. There's it's no ridiculous. Planning. There's yeah. no planning. There's no creative thought process that goes into it. There's no thumbnailing. There's nothing. You sit there, you copy it, and then you blow it up and paint it. There's no work that goes into that. If if he mm-hmm. was doing just that, he could have made thousands, thousands of works in a year by just copying. Real artists who actually like make their own content you have to sit there and you have to think about what you're going to make you have to worry about the composition you have to worry about how it's going to look you have to worry about what it means you have to worry about all that when you are taking Mm -hmm. something and you're copying someone else's work that is not a concern of yours because somebody else already had all those concerns for you it's not yours it's stealing and it's wrong and like the fact that he's even considered an artist is ridiculous to me he's not an artist he is a copy machine he he's not a real artist and this is ridiculous i can't believe that he was making so much money off of these and that he's the second person to come up when you google pop artists because this isn't Mm -hmm. art it's not it's ridiculous i don't know why i didn't even know about this guy because this is not (laughs) This is not okay, you know? Like, I... Mm -hmm. 
Man. I watched for in preparation for this podcast, I watched a lot of like videos of art critics talking about his work. And one thing that I found interesting was they they used kind of the same argument that I did about Andy Warhol's work that he was putting like a new spin on something that something that we see as commercial and something that we see as like conventional um that he did that with comics. But I just I can't get on board with that. I I don't agree. I don't think he put a new spin on these comics. I think he copied them. He may have like used new colors. I don't care. The this the content is the same and all he did was like blow it up, make it bigger. I don't I don't agree. <laughs> Pop art is definitely a rough genre of art to talk about because a lot of pop artists did include logos and things that were created by other artists in because okay a lot of people think art starving artists whatever it's useless it's worthless like let's not even let's not even discuss let's not even worry about art is not a respected field yeah (laughs) art has never has never been a respected field. I don't think it will ever be truly respected because now that everything is digital, people just think the computer does it for you, which is, it's honestly, it's more difficult to do digital art than traditional. There's less of a give to it. So I don't even want to hear that. I, if somebody tells me that (laughs) I shut them right up, I'm like, no, um, that's not the case. It's actually much more difficult to make something look good in a digital form because you don't have the give of working with uh, mediums in real life. And it's ridiculous that people think that anyways, but it's not a respected field to to be in. It's not, people don't respect it. And a lot of people don't understand what goes into it. Unless you're an artist, you will never truly understand what goes into creating a piece because you, you just won't. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. I feel you. <laughs> yeah. So, um regarding that last painting we looked at, um mm-hmm. the one with the dude looking through the peephole. Yeah. Um the original artist, William Overgard, came forward at the time and he was at first kind of amused to see his work in the Guggenheim. He was kind of like taken aback. Like <sighs> he didn't feel negatively or positively, he was just very surprised about it. Um but later, after seeing the article in Life magazine about, you know, is is Lichtenstein really a legitimate artist? Um, he argued that if this big painting had been reduced to the size of his comic strip, they would essentially be the same. And he's right. <laughs> yeah, he's not wrong. I mean, yeah. I would have been more angry, but, you know, yeah, do, I, you know. I think, well, feel. I think, yeah, well, back then, like, a lot of comic art and commercial art was not seen as real art so i think he i don't i don't think he was as angry because a lot of people didn't see his work as art and he probably struggled to see his work as art as well um i think that is a big part of it yeah um he explained in an interview that many comic artists tried to respond to the pop art movement um, by contributing their own work to this movement but that it was, quote, ineffective. So they just, they weren't successful, these comic artists. Which I don't, I don't understand why. Like, I don't, it's so frustrating to me. I, this is ridiculous. I, oh, I hate this. (laughs) I, it's so, like, difficult to finding the original, like, um, original works that, uh, Roy Lichtenstein like was inspired by um, a lot of them were just like lost because 
either the artist never came forward or no one ever like knew. It's just yeah, it's tough. <sighs> yeah. So anyways, um Lichtenstein pretty much gave up on his comic styled things in 1965. He did these weird like renditions of older artists' paintings, like for example, uh, Da Vinci's bed, uh, not Da Vinci, Van Gogh, <laughs> Van Gogh's bedroom. You know those paintings? No, Kay. sorry. Oh no, no, you're good. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, like, I'm pretty sure you've seen them before. I've probably seen them, but I probably don't know the names of them. Yeah, well, it's just a Van Gogh's like bedroom. Yeah, let me look it up. Do it. You've definitely seen it before. He did a bunch. He did like three. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, for example, uh, Lichtenstein he did like his own rendition of this piece, but he did it in his like pop art style. So it was more like blocky, and the colors were brighter. But it was essentially like a a parody almost of this original work. And he did that with other famous works like Monet and he 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 did an interesting thing. <laughs> like I think it was a I think it's kind of a good idea, but I just I don't like him, so I <laughs> I'm yeah. just gonna <laughs> If the art was more prolific, that is that it makes it a little bit better, um, because if you know, if you're an art enthusiast like you and I, then you would know, oh, this is based on this work by this artist, and they would at least get some of the credit. But I don't think that if you are trying to be an artist, you should be basing your work off of other people's work. I just don't, I just don't agree Mm -hmm. with that. The copying for me, it's the copying for me. I, yep. (laughs) <laughs> i just, just i'm not get past it yeah i feel the I same mean... way I, like i think it's a cool idea but i just I, I don't know how i feel about it like remembering his his humble beginnings as a, a comic stealer <laughs> it's just difficult for me to like look at his older works and and like them just knowing what he did earlier in his career well i mean even his older works he's still stealing he's still stealing from van gogh and monet it's just it's not it's more obvious and that doesn't make it any any better i mean if he includes like hey credit goes to van gogh over here he created the original that would be one thing but i highly doubt he was doing that and i highly doubt that the the proceeds from that art he was yeah, well, I mean, it was clear that he was, he, he credited these, like, older artists, but, yeah, he didn't credit his earlier comic. It's it's still copying, in, in my opinion. Yeah. I mm-hmm. just, yeah. putting putting your name on, on a work that was a copy of someone else's work just doesn't sit right with me. Uh, yeah, it's good to hear your take. I I think that's important. So, yeah. Uh, in the beginning of his career, he essentially stole other people's work while his pieces are and were being sold for millions. Um, and I think that kind of brings back the disrespect and invalidity that comic artists and other commercial artists have and still deal with today, even. Um, uh, and them not being taken seriously. Uh, these original comic artists get none of the credit, none of the profit. And I'm just, I'm so astonished at the art world for letting him get away with this. And that's, that's what I have to say. 
Yeah, it's unfortunate that this still happens. And mm-hmm. the original artist is normally the only one to say anything about it because people don't view art. Art is not a respected field to be in. It's unfortunate, but it's just not. For sure. Artists are underpaid. I know that like I, I even work for a big company and I have friends who make more than me as line cooks. It's not a respected field to, to work in. Um, mm-hmm. If you're going to be an artist, you're, you know, what, you know, the starving artist, uh, artists don't make a lot of money as other respected fields, even though it's a craft and it's really difficult to get good at. And it takes a lot of work. Arguably, mm-hmm. it takes as much work as it takes to be a doctor or a lawyer. It takes a lot of practice, a lot of passion and a lot of commitment. And a yeah, lot of people... Yeah, a lot of people don't realize that and they just copy other people's works to call it their own. And that's not fair because art is really Mm -hmm. difficult. And if you're an artist, you know that. And if you're not an artist, I'm telling you right now, it's very difficult. I've I've lived it. I know Diane's lived it. We've all Mm -hmm. been there. If you're an artist, it's very it's very difficult and it's hard and it takes a lot of commitment and a lot of practice to to get really good at. And the fact that people like him were able to profit millions of dollars off of paintings that weren't even theirs is mind-blowing and it's upsetting and it still happens today and it's mostly for like instagram followers and petty social media things now but that's you have to remember that's how a lot of these artists today they make all their money off of social media that's how they make their living So and that's when how they you, get discovered too. Yeah. Yeah. And and when you're stealing their artwork, or even if you're reposting it and you're not claiming it's yours, if you don't credit them, it's the same as stealing. Because what if I see something like, for example, I could be scrolling through Twitter and somebody reposted another artist's work and I go, wow, I love that. And then I look at it and uh, the person who posted it obviously didn't make it. They're not an artist, but they didn't tag the mm-hmm. person or give me any sort of way to be able to find this person's work so that I can support them by maybe commissioning them or buying one of their pieces from them. That's useless and it's ridiculous and it should not happen. And I feel like it should be enforced more, but I see it constantly every single day. Sure. I'll go on I'll go on Instagram, I'll go somewhere and someone will post a drawing or a painting or literally anything made by an artist and the caption will be like i had a really bad day today ate some orange (laughs) juice had had a piece of toast and it's like okay but can you i don't know (laughs) but then like i'll look and i'll be like okay and i'll comment like who's the artist and you know i have to sit there and wait for a response and sometimes somebody will be like oh it was made by this person and other times I'll never get a response and I just will never know. And that's sad because that person who made that probably worked super hard on it for hours and hours and planned it and, you know, tried to do a good thing and like make a good thing. And people are seeing it and really liking it. And that person isn't getting any credit. And that too is horrible. And I don't know why we still let it happen because if I were to write an essay for a college class and I was to completely just copy paste an essay or even like paraphrase an entire essay from somebody else, I would get kicked out of school. But in an art class, that wouldn't happen. I could just completely Mm -hmm. copy somebody and nobody would say anything. And I just think that that's wrong and it's ridiculous. And like, 
it's a it's a really good thing that we made this episode i think this was like a great idea because i feel like it's not said enough and a lot of people a lot of our listeners are probably more interested in the history than anything but i know we have a lot of of listeners who are artists as well and yeah the people who aren't just really need to be aware of the situation because it's it's ridiculous i hate going on Instagram, I'm, I have that fear that if my art gets more popular and that if I get more followers, people are going to start stealing my art. And in a sense, that makes me kind of not want to have, you know, followers because I don't want that to happen. I don't want somebody posting my art as their own. I don't want somebody posting my art and not crediting me. I don't want that to happen. And that's kind Mm -hmm. of why I kind of slowed down with my social media. My Instagram following was growing when I was in high school and I just completely have almost entirely stopped using it because I don't want my art to be stolen. I want people to know that I made something because I put a lot into it. And I know every artist does. And Mm -hmm. it's just, it's ridiculous. that That's something that you have to worry about. Even though- And it's hard to- Go ahead. Writers and musicians have the, you know, the plagiarism laws, but I feel like artists don't really have that. But go ahead. Yeah, it's it's hard to put yourself out there in any context when like whatever you're making it just isn't taken seriously. It's so hard. Absolutely. That's why I feel for yeah. tattoo artists because I feel like I didn't really realize a lot of people their dream is to be comic book artists and it's actually a pretty difficult field to get into nowadays. Um mm-hmm. it's it's very hard. For sure. But tattoo artists I know that they deal with that a lot just because of, you know, being in school and being in English classes and, and things things of that nature. I just know that a lot of people just don't view it as as real art. And it's like, what even is real art? You know what I mean? It's like yeah. everything. You can't walk 10 feet without seeing art. You can't go outside anywhere and not see a billboard or a sign or something that somebody had to like put the thought and the time into creating. And a lot of people don't realize that like, yeah, like, okay, haha, starving artists, like you're not respected, whatever. Art is everywhere and it's not going anywhere. It's been a part of of humanity since there was humanity. And Mm -hmm. I just wish that it was more respected because it's absolutely ridiculous that this guy got away with this yeah it's horrible i can't even Mm i i could go on like it's i think it's horrible yeah uh later in roy lichtenstein's life he did create some more original works um but i struggle to forget his beginnings as a plagiarist and i also don't trust like his quote original work is it really original or did he steal it? Like, I don't know if I can trust this guy. <laughs> Clearly, he's not very trustworthy about these things. Obviously. No, I wouldn't yeah. trust anybody that's stolen any work, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he went on to create uh, more paintings. He did a bunch of big murals and a lot of, like, big sculptures. Um, and then he passed away in 1997. So that's that's him. How old I didn't he? talk much about his personal life. Um... He was pretty old. Let me look. Uh, seventy-three. He was seventy-three. Okay, that's pretty old. He was pretty, yeah, but not. That's not too old. That's no. Hmm. Yeah, 
He was married twice and he had two children. I, I didn't talk much about about his personal life, but I, I don't, honestly don't care. I just wanted yeah. to talk about his artwork. <laughs> no, and that's... That's... Man. Yeah, so... That's my piece on Roy Lichtenstein and why I don't like him. <laughs> I, I hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm glad that we talked about that because I feel like that's something that not a lot of people know and that really needs to be said a lot more often. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And I think it was good, like, it was a good conversation about, you know, how art, like, some kinds of art and art as a whole just isn't really taken seriously by people. Yeah, I think it's slowly getting better, but... I think so, too. Um, I don't... I, I. My thing is, like, I I want art to get to a point where it's a, it's a respected field to be in one day. Like, I want, like, if a, if a little kid tells their parents that they want to be an artist, I don't want them to be like, what? No, you should be a doctor. I think it should be up there with that um, because same same with like music and and any of the humanities really like i just think that uh making things is a very important part of existing and i feel like not a lot of people take it seriously but yeah, where sure. where would you be without music where would you be without art like what would the world be without all those things it would be like the most like gray boring society yep so i don't know do you have any other thoughts no, I think I got everything. I hit all the points I wanted to make. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, I guess we'll wrap up. Thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah. Thanks for listening. <laughs> um, like I always say, um, if you guys are enjoying the show, um, be sure to go ahead and check out our Instagram at Artwise Podcast. Um, we share a lot of updates among things. Um, and you know, just general posts about new episodes and some behind the scenes stuff on there. So if you're a fan of the show, um, be sure to check that out if you so choose. Um, And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, be sure to leave us a rating or a review. It really helps us out. Um, And yeah. Uh, Thanks again. Goodbye. (laughs) Yeah, thanks for listening, everyone. Bye. Bye.